Well, g'day, patrons. Uh, today we're going to do a little special uh, podcast. Uh, many of us are shocked and still grieving at the sudden death of Shane Warne, R.I.P. the King. In fact, he was known as not just not the King, he was known as King. And he was that, he was that big a personality that he could give himself a nickname uh, that would be accepted by others, which is a Direct cricketing, no, no. You get your nickname given to you, but Shane Warne was that big that he came up with his own. Why this has sent uh, Australia into a, a sort of a deep uh, shock is something that we want to explore today. And I'm I'm here today with a friend of the podcast, Phil Whitehead. G'day, Phil. G'day, Jack. <clears throat> yeah, so we want to have a, a look at how this has sort of affected people around the world, but in Australia in particular, um, We've got some tributes. We selected some. There've been many, of course, and uh, we've selected some that um, I've put in for 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 a real reason. Um, they were great players that that Warren played against, or great figures in the game, and great players that he played with. So, would you like to kick off uh, the first one there, please, yeah, Phil? Absolutely. Um, so we start off with uh, the great West Indian batsman Brian Lara. Brian Charles Lara, yes. Who said, I am speechless at the moment. I literally don't know how to sum up this situation. My friend is gone. We've all lost one of the greatest sportsmen of all time. My condolences goes out to his family. R.I.P. Warney, you will be missed. Yeah, the great Brian Charles Lara there uh, and another great batsman of the Warn era, Sachin Tendulkar, uh, wrote, shocked, stunned and miserable. We'll miss you, Warney. There was never never a dull moment with you around, on or off the field. We'll always treasure our on-field jewels and off-field banter. You always had a special place for India and Indians and, had a, and, and Indians had a special place for you. Gone too young. And one just outside of the uh, of the uh, Warren era, uh, before the Warren era, the great Isaac Vivian Alexander Richards. Yep, we go back to the uh, the back to the West Indies. Uh, one of the more colourful uh, cricket players of of his era. Um, and Viv said, the way he played his cricket, the way he lived his life, like a sort of daredevil with no fear on and off the field. There are times when you see him in confrontations and stuff like that, but when you meet the guy personally, he's just a nice guy. He would invite you to his home, have parties. He was just a fun-loving individual. Yes, the great Sir Ivan Vivian Alexander Richards, I should say, and I think Brian Charles might have had the gong as well. Um, of the uh, of the five, uh, Wisden announced the five. Uh, great players, uh, <clears throat> uh, I think it was over the last 100 years, and all of those, including Viv Richards, had been knighted, including Don Bradman as well. The only one who didn't have the knighthood was Shane Warne, Phil. Um, uh, Ricky Ponting, uh, uh, Captain Warne, and played with him for many, many years, and, and he left a beautiful message uh, on, on his Instagram account, which I read, a couple of days ago, but uh, he was also interviewed uh, <coughs> on uh, uh, on uh, the the news services, television news services, and and he was just inconsolable. Um, a very tough little Tasmanian batsman, and he just couldn't stop crying, and that brought me to tears. 
Um, so these are players, great players, uh, who are absolutely staggered. And, and one of the great, uh, if, if not a great player, a, a very good captain and a very dogged and determined cricketer. Um, but we were just talking beforehand, Phil, you and I agree that Mike Atherton is the best cricket writer in the world. I, I certainly think he is, and I think you agree with me. Yeah, absolutely. I think um, I think he's really. Um, he, I think he takes the the craft of of cricket writing um, to a, a completely different level. Uh, it's a pleasure to read uh, the things that he writes on a on a regular basis. He, he writes for the Times, and and what we've selected uh, some pieces from from his article on Shane Warne in the Times today. That's the seventh of March, twenty twenty two. Uh, would you like to lead off, Phil? Absolutely. So it starts with uh, having played against him for almost a decade and having worked alongside him as a commentator for longer, I knew him very well. But everyone knew him well because his character radiated from every minute of cricket he played. It is a cliche that sport reveals character, but never was that truer than with Warren. You knew watching him play that he was a, a... chancer, an adventurer, a gambler, someone who was street smart and intelligent, not in an an academic sense, mind you, with a slightly reckless streak. He was all that and more. What a player. What a life. Yes, indeed. Um, Yes, and and Feck Atherton. And no one has Feck. He he got that nickname as future England captain when I think he uh, first debuted for England. Um, He he actually is an academic, of course, uh, Oxbridge uh, educated, Cambridge uh, educated, in fact, uh, and does have that academic background. Obviously, Warney didn't have it, but uh, uh, Atherton in that column today goes on to say that uh, he, he did not know any smarter cricketer than Shane Warne, uh, who understood uh, the uh, the complexities of the game like the back of his hand. He, he, he goes he goes on in this wonderful article. I do re- recommend uh, anyone who has access to the Times or indeed the Australian has a look at it. He goes on to write, it was the greatest honour of my cricketing life to have played against a team commonly regarded as among the best three to have graced the cricket field. And among that champion team, Warren stood head and shoulders above the rest. What a sense of theatre he had, never better demonstrated in general than in the way he forced the pace of the game to bend to his rhythm with ball in hand and, to take a specific example, when he took his 700th test wicket on Boxing Day at his beloved MCG. Yes, that was a wonderful day and that's been replayed uh, fairly frequently uh, in the last few days, Phil. Yeah, absolutely it has. Um, I think the, yeah, the... The, the commentary from Mark Taylor at the time, which is sort of fitting, fitting that it was Mark Taylor mm-hmm. um, that was commentating on that, having you know been his captain for for, for as long as he was. Um, but yeah, it's probably it's probably as fast as Warney ever ran in his life. But, uh, it was uh, yeah, very very <laughs> very yeah. memorable. Very That's memorable. That's why I didn't make it at St Kilda, just a touch slow <laughs> to make it in the AFL big time. But the final quote that we've got from from Atherton here is um, it, 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 it speaks to Warren's uh, sort of um, um, uh, almost um, um, uh, infectious enthusiasm for, for the game and for young players. Take it away, Phil. 
Yeah, so the last time we messaged was about a young cricketer in the London Spirit franchise about whom I'd asked the question, oh, sorry, uh, about whom I'd asked his opinion. Terrific young guy, he replied, and I would say he has a good chance to play for England in three years. Impressive. A typical Warren reply. Upbeat, energetic, optimistic, and probably where, cricket, where cricketing matters are concerned, right. Yes, so he had that incredible cricket brain. But he also, uh, uh, you know, was a, a very sort of Hollywood-type figure. In fact, that was one of his early nicknames, not that he gave himself. He, he called himself King and everyone else did later in his career, but he was also known as Hollywood Warren for a little while and he kept the company uh, of... Uh, major celebrities, uh, including Mick Jagger, who once basically confessed that if he wasn't lead singer for the Rolling Stones, he'd really like to be Shane Warne himself. And and he, Jagger, uh, Jagger wrote, I'm so saddened by the sudden death of Shane Warne. He brought such joy to the game and was the greatest spin bowler ever. And Elton John, Phil... Yep, Elton John said, uh, a tragic day for Australian cricket. Two legends passing is heartbreaking. I knew them both and played cricket with Rod, who was referring to Rod Marsh, in Perth, a very special and fearless man. Shane was a magical bowler and such huge fun. They were both Australians through and through, which made them so endearing. My sympathies to their families and loved ones. And Jack, just before we go on, I, I yes. did actually. I, I felt it would be remiss of us not to, to at least briefly call attention to the fact that the the tragedy of Warren's passing came less than twenty four hours yes. after the, the passing of, of course, uh, Rod Marsh, who was um, one of, if, if not the greatest Australian wicketkeeper. We mm. have that conversation between, probably dominated by by himself and. Uh, Ian Healy and, and in later years Adam Gilchrist, but um, very I different know, cricketers. <clears throat> absolutely, very different cricketers, very different eras. But I, mm. um, I it was a uh, a message from uh, from my mum actually uh, said um, that she certainly hoped that uh, in all of the outpouring for Shane Warne that uh, that Rod Marsh and and his contribution to uh, not only Australian cricket, but overall the sport cricket. of cricket yeah. was wasn't sort of lost in the lost in the in in the crush, so to speak. Uh, yes.